The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station XD TV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KPSE, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kali for over 90 years, and Alpertal, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continues the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Initially created as a memorial to those who died in the American Civil War, Memorial Day eventually extended to include all military service members who gave their life for America. Let us remember those who died in service to our country and give them honor that they so rightly deserve.
When the unbeliever is faced with problems and troubles, he or she is bound to rant and bemoan their circumstances. The believer, however, will get down and pray. And harder will the warrior call on the Lord should the problem persist. The believer steadfastly holds their trust and faith that the Lord will answer their prayers. The church choir directed by Emilia Hahn will sing the beautiful melody entitled, Keep On Praying. The choir will be accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and myself on the organ. I invite you to sing along with the choir as the words appear on your screen. Thank you, choir. I give you now the church band under my direction. The band members are ready to play for you. The number entitled to Cross a River.
I always praise and thank the Lord for being able to serve him in as many facets of the gospel as possible. Today I would like to present to you a beautiful rendition of one of my favorite melodies sung by Associate Pastor Trustee Evans Pro Sr. entitled, It Is Well. Associate Pastor Marvin Abing will be on the bass, Mason Asano Sr. on the guitar, and Iris Locke on the drums and myself on the piano. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul though Satan should buffet though trials should come let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless state and has shed his own blood for my soul it is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul clouds be rolled back as a scroll the trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend even though it is well with my soul it is well with my soul, it is well, it is well with my The church choir will only sing their second and final number entitled, Just a Little Talk with Jesus. And it's only by talking to the Heavenly Father can one go through life's journey without fear. So without further delay, I give you the Apostolic Faith Church Choir. Life from heaven filled my soul. He paid my 
Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will bear our greatest pride. And he will answer by and by. And when you feel a little prayer will turn in. And you know a little fire is burning. You will find a little talk with Jesus. Makes it right. Makes it right. And all the talented Pohakukara will play on her banjo the song entitled, I'd Rather Have Jesus. And wouldn't you, TV viewers, rather have the Lord by your side in times of joy and victory, as well as the testing times?
Let me call upon the vocal group known as the Men Crusaders. They will join together in a spirit-filled harmony and sing for you the number entitled, I Saw the Light. It gives me the greatest pleasure to dedicate today's number to a faithful sister in the Lord, Mrs. Ruth Mayroll of Oahu. I wish for you, Sister Ruth, a beautiful Sunday. May the good Lord richly bless you. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in Then Jesus came like a stranger in the night Praise the Lord, I saw the light I saw the light, I saw the light No more in darkness, no more in night Now I'm so happy, though sorrow inside God gave back his sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more in darkness, no more in night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I was a fool to wonder and stray. Straight is the gate and narrow the way. Now I have created the wrong for the right. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more in darkness, no more in night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. I saw the light, I saw the light, no more in darkness, no more in night, now I'm so happy, so sorrow inside, praise the Lord, I saw the light, praise the Lord, I saw the light. Shalom and good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Agenda, and I'd like to repeat our television time station and locations in a kindly ask for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, the this telecast can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 28 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KGZO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZZ TV, channel 14, also Lake City, Utah, Boston, Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. 
And from 11 to 12 midnight on the station KGBY TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as on 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org and our concerning our schedule of gospel service here in Home State, Hawaii. Service held at the temple at every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service starts at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pollard Avenue, gospel service held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is served by neighborhood branch churches. As service is conducted by Pastor Rezul V. Castaner Sr. in Kanakakem, Lokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Verriala in Maui, by Pastor Walter I. T. Lord Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard Kiwana Sama Sr. in Kolo, Kauai, by Pastor Helmut Sparrow in Bologapi, Hawaiian, and Pastor Vesper Sparrow in President Scott Mindanao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regarding the church affiliations. There are no collections. However, you desire to volunteer to support this telecast and Lord's work? You may do so by sending your donations to the address designated the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Anjoyo, who will bring forward a Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Jose. These weekly telecasts afford us the opportunity to come into your homes and share the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God with you. Dear telecast viewers, at a push, pull, or turn of a button in the comfort of your friendly surroundings. We are especially thankful and know that you will be blessed by taking this time to draw closer to the Lord Jesus Christ in reading God's word with me in today's sermon entitled In Remembrance of Jesus Christ and Fellow Citizens. A memorial is established to preserve the memory of a person, place, or thing. And today we celebrate Memorial Day. It is a day set aside to remember the sacrifice made by those men and women of the military service who gave up their lives to protect and preserve our democratic way of life and the freedoms we at times take for granted as American citizens. Every citizen of this great nation should be proud and be grateful to be an American. The Lord Jesus Christ has guided our leaders in gaining prosperity in this country since its conception. Our war dead gave their lives to protect our way of life, and the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ gave his life to redeem mankind from the curse of sin and death, giving every man, woman, and child the opportunity to accept his plan of salvation and to serve him in righteousness. Hence, today we respect and honor our military men and women presently doing service and those brave souls who willingly sacrificed their lives to defend our American freedoms. However, and most importantly, the greater sacrifice was made by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ without respect to himself. When he paid the price of redemption on the cross of Calvary for all mankind, and that memorial is called the Lord's Supper. Jesus Christ assembled the apostles in an upper room in Jerusalem to celebrate the feast of the Passover. And at the end of the meal, he instituted the Lord's Supper. This was to fulfill the intent of the Passover feast and to establish memorial saying, do this in remembrance of me. The events of Jesus Christ's triumphant entry into Jerusalem began Holy Week and highlighted Jesus Christ as God's offering for the sin of mankind, thereby establishing himself as the object of the Passover celebration. And on Good Friday, Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross of Calvary. 
becoming God's perfect sacrifice for the sin of the whole world. He represented that which is of God and man, marking himself as God's first sacrificial Passover lamb. Spiritually speaking, Jesus Christ brought the requirement, the Passover feast, to an end because he who hung there knew no sin but was made a sacrifice for sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. As declared in 2 Corinthians 5.21, hence the blood that spilled from his body as he hung on the cross confirmed that he took upon himself the sin penalty of the human race, which was physical death, inasmuch as his offering of himself was perfect. God accepted it as payment in full for all sin, past, present, and future. For all those who will believe and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Jesus Christ suffered at the hands of his oppressors and gained sayers of the word to whom he had preached during his earthly ministry. Hence, he endured the pain and agony in the garden, and his bloody sweat resulted not merely from extreme mental and physical anguish, but from the sinless soul of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, coming in contact with the weight of the world's sin. And his resurrection from the dead, after three days, proved to an unbelieving world that he had the power over death, hell, and the grave. Hebrews 2.14 denotes, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. The prophet Hosea in Hosea 13.14 states, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from mine eyes. The prophet Hosea spoke of this victory over death and the grave 725 years before Jesus Christ was born. Hence, the Lord Jesus Christ proved to all mankind that he is the God of the living who rules and reigns forever as the almighty King of kings and Lord of lords. In Matthew 26, 26 to 29, at the Last Supper, the Lord Jesus Christ served the apostles, saying, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it, and brake it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. The Apostle Paul also wrote in 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same man also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is a New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. The Lord Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper as a reminder of what he did for all mankind, and not just for the citizens of the United States of America, Hence, the Lord Jesus Christ died for the sins of all men, women, and children of every race, culture, creed, and color. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why do we say, God bless America? According to God's word, the Bible, we should really be saying, Jesus bless America, because Jesus Christ is the Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. 
Jesus Christ declared in John 5:43, I am come in my Father's name, and he received me not. If another shall come in his own name, him he will receive. Hence the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus Christ himself preached is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. On a special night, a man named Nicodemus, a learned Pharisee, came to Jesus Christ, and a dramatic change took place within his heart. He learned that traditions and a person's religion cannot save anyone. He believed the words of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the promise of eternal life, which is the reward given to all who will put their faith and trust in him. Hence, John 3, 5 mandates his commandment of Jesus Christ to Nicodemus and all mankind. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. In John 3, 6 and 7, Jesus Christ further directed, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ signifies the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus, who is the Christ. And every man, woman, and child must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown language as the evidence of receiving God's Holy Spirit within. God's Holy Spirit is the Lord Jesus Christ within our hearts, who leads and guides us in all righteousness, discipline, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in our daily lives. And the presence of Jesus Christ, God, the Holy Spirit within us, gives us all the privilege of calling upon him for help 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Lord Jesus Christ watches over us by night and day, blessing, strengthening, encouraging, comforting, protecting, and sheltering us from the storms of life and preparing us for his soon coming return in clouds of glory. Hence, the time is now to be awakened unto righteousness. And today, dear television viewers, is the day of salvation for every man, woman, and child, if you will but hear his voice. And the gospel of the kingdom of God preached by the Lord Jesus Christ to the world does not favor anyone because everyone is a sinner who falls short of the glory of God. Hence, the Lord Jesus Christ will not discriminate but we'll accept both Jew or Gentile, bond or free, male or female, when we accept his plan of salvation by repenting of their sins and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. God's word, the Bible states in John 5, 39, search the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Hence, we have come to believe that God's word through the scriptures will make us wise unto salvation. 1 Peter 3.21 defines the process of water baptism, the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We cannot overemphasize the point that faith and obedience in Christ Jesus is required by every man, woman, and child. For James 2.17 and 20 declares, even so faith, if it had not works, is dead being alone. But will thou, O now, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? And in Hebrews 11:6 it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. 
For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We find the example of Naaman in 2 Kings 5, 1 through 14, desired to be healed from his leprosy by the prophet Elijah. Naaman was a true leader, praise of men, highly honored by his master, a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. He greatly desired to be healed, but at first did not heed the instructions of the prophet Elijah. Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Hence, he could not understand why he couldn't wash in the rivers in his homeland in Damascus and be cleansed instead of the river Jordan. However, Naaman was later convinced by his servant to heed the instruction of Elijah, and he finally went to the Jordan River, dipped himself seven times, and was miraculously healed. In instance, Naaman's act of faith caused him to humble himself and follow God's instructions to receive God's divine healing of his leprosy. And on the day of Pentecost, the Apostle Peter used the keys to the kingdom of God to unlock God's plan of salvation in Acts 2, 37-38. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hence God's word in John 3, 5 and Acts 38 and Matthew 28, 19 confirm God's plan of salvation and saving grace in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Acts 4, 12 confirms the name of Jesus Christ as God's saving name. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus is God's only saving name for the redemption of our souls. And the name of Jesus is higher than all other names in heaven and in earth. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 denotes, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Hence, we have been identified with Jesus Christ through water baptism in His name, Jesus Christ. And we are now members in His spiritual family. Mark 16, 16 recites, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Yes, dear television viewers, every man, woman, and child must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit to receive the promise of eternal life in heaven above with Jesus Christ. The gospel message preached by Peter on the day of Pentecost touched the hearts of 3,000 souls who were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And just a few days later, another 5,000 souls were also baptized and saved. Hence, let us ask ourselves, what did they hear and feel that could have moved them unto repentance? Acts 2, 11 to 12 and 21 gives us this explanation. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. What they saw, heard, and felt on the day of Pentecost was something new, marvelous and miraculous. The Lord Jesus Christ manifested in His glory in a manner never seen since the days of the prophets. And what they witnessed with their eyes, 
heard with their ears and felt with their heart was the manifestation of God's Holy Spirit as never seen before. And there in Jerusalem, they heard out of the mouths of these impoverished Galileans the wonderful works of God being proclaimed in their own native tongues. The children of Israel, led by Moses, wandered 40 years in the wilderness and were finally led by Joshua, Moses' successor, over the river Jordan to Canaan, God's promised land. And on that day, the Lord Jesus Christ performed a miracle before the children of Israel. When the feet of the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant touched the brim of the water, the river Jordan ceased to flow allowing the children of Israel to cross the river Jordan on dry ground. It was the same as the crossing at the Red Sea that the children of Israel had witnessed a generation earlier, but on a smaller scale. Only on two other occasions had the Jordan River allowed itself to be deposed, once with Elijah and the other with Elijah. The circumstances that he surrounded these two prophets would prove to doubting prophets that the spirit and power of the Lord Jesus Christ God himself rested with them, crossing the river Jordan, allowed the children of Israel to occupy the land that was promised and prepared for them. Heaping up the waters of the Jordan River confirmed that the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, was with Joshua just like he had been with Moses and with his people Israel, whom he loved. In Joshua 4, 4 to 8, we read, Then Joshua called the twelve men, whom he had prepared of the children of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan, and take you up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then he shall answer them, that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it passed over Jordan. The waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. First, the commandment to choose one man from each tribe and each to carry a stone out of the river was a commandment of the Lord given to Joshua before the crossing began. Each representative of each tribe would choose a stone out of the riverbed and carry the stone upon his shoulders. The stone chosen would be of significant size. In other words, these representatives would bear the burden for their tribes as a memorial unto God and mankind. Two memorials were built in remembrance of Israel's crossing. Each consisted of 12 stones resembling the 12 tribes of Jacob. The stones were taken from the bed of the river Jordan when it dried up. After safely crossing the river and before the waters of the Jordan returned to its normal place, Joshua singularly built a memorial in the midst of the Jordan River, stacking 12 stones together. Upon exiting the river, each representative stacked his stone on the Canaan side of the Jordan where they were to lodge that night, and eventually a memorial was constructed. Just as the children of Israel passed through the Red Sea, and the second generation passed through the river Jordan. We too must be born again and pass through the water of baptism in the name of Jesus Christ to obtain our deliverance from the consequences of sin and to inherit our promise of eternal life. 1 Corinthians 10, 1-4 concludes today's sermon. Moreover, brethren, I would not that he should be ignorant 
how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they that drank of the spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Hence, each of us today is compelled by the Word of God to bear our own cross for the Lord Jesus Christ. And Simon, a Cyrenian who stood by, observed Jesus Christ struggling to make his journey to Mount Calvary, was compelled by the Roman soldiers to bear the cross for Jesus. 2 Corinthians 4.10 encourages us likewise, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Hence, the Lord Jesus Christ is only a prayer away when we call upon him for help. And he has given us a promise to come again in clouds of glory to call up his bride, the church, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Now, if you would like to know more about God's word, the church, and review Telecast's presentation is in, in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next Telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. And now here's our church band to conclude today's telecast with a song titled, Sweeter As The Years Go By.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.